0: This episode contains graphic details of murder and other crimes. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Not Always Polite. Before we get started with anything, I have a new puppy. She is currently a menace. So if um, you hear anything in the background, it's probably her. So I apologize in advance, and she doesn't have a name, so I've just been calling her Miss Girl. Um, I'll try to keep their noise to a minimum, but I now have two dogs and three cats in our apartment. So yes, I am crazy, but yeah. So, for oh, that's kind of what I meant. I was trying to say is before we get started on the f- main the main uh, meat and potatoes of today's episode, I kind of just wanted to go over some happenings that are going on in London right now because like London's been wild and out lately like there's been some crazy shit happening lately so I just kind of wanted to give a quick little recap of what's been going on in London. So <clears throat> first of all, I don't know, maybe not, first of all, but the first thing I'm going to talk about is an 18-year-old boy was assaulted at Western, or near Western, University of Western. Um, his he his parents dropped him off, like, three days before this happened. It's so sad. His name was Gabriel Neal. He was 18 from Simcoe, and uh, a 21-year-old man has been um, arrested and charged, but I believe he was released on bail. His uh, name I'm not going to pronounce properly, but... Alian Ahmed was 21 from London um and he was released on bail so that's a little bit sad. Obviously the assault and death murder were very sad. I meant that it's sad that he was released on bail also. Um now he was charged with manslaughter. So obviously the police were not able to prove that there was any sort of like premeditation or or, or uh like intent behind the the assault so that's the first thing the second thing is there's like there's like a mass like drugging assaults like craziness going on at western so i'm gonna read um a little excerpt from this instagram i follow they're called london below b-l-o dot g london blog so basically um Monday, police said they did not receive any reports of incidents um, at MedSid, but launched an investigation due to, quote, the seriousness of the allegations. So, basically, there was allegations of multiple sexual assault at Western's Medway Sydenham Hall. Basically, stuff was coming out all over the internet, and now it's like a mini Me Too movement happening at Western. One of my friends, Effie, um, helped organize a march that happened today at Western. And, like, 10,000 people were there, which is huge. So, um, and now there's stuff coming out about Fanshawe, too. So, just, like, please, if you're a student, be safe. If you're a man that's drugging women, girl, fuck up. Like, I'm so over it. So, yes, that is a little recap of what's going on in London. There was also a shooting in the Northwest End that killed a lady. and like, it's just been crazy, so... Yeah, follow me on Instagram if you're not already. I share a lot of the London blog um, Instagram posts on my story. So if you want to know the tea before it hits the streets, that's how you can do it. So let's get into the case then. Um, Today I have a very unique case, I think. I think it's unique anyways. I've never really seen anything like it um, based in Ontario. So today I'm going to talk about um, missing person Mary Frances Gregory. So, like I said, this case is unique to those that I've spoken about before on the podcast. So, um, like many others, though, I have little information on what occurred before this person went missing. So, I'm going to give you guys what I have, and um, we'll go from there. So, Mary was last seen in Perry Sound, Ontario, Canada, back in February of 1978. So, she has been missing for some time. Some sources say that she was last seen on February 15th and some the 18th. Um, I'm not, I mean, three days, it doesn't really matter. She's been missing for like 42 years, so yeah. Basically, she left home with luggage and a plan to travel by car to Palo Alto, California. Again, I saw varying information. Some sources say that her luggage was found and then some say that it was never recovered now in the source that says her luggage was found i couldn't find where so i'm gonna go with that her luggage or her were never found she had planned to travel with quote a male friend or male acquaintance who has never been publicly identified she left perry sound and basically was never heard from again which is insane the male companion said that he left Mary at a bus station in Las Vegas, Nevada, about 10 days after leaving Ontario. The driver said they traveled through the states of New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Illinois, Colorado, Utah, and Arizona before arriving in Nevada. The route indicates a border crossing at Niagara Falls, if the driver is honest in his information. However, Windsor... Um, Like, Windsor, Ontario into Detroit, Michigan would be an alternate route as well. She could have gone through Sarnia into Port Huron, Michigan. So, who knows? There's really nothing that I saw online to corroborate his story. Although, on the Web Sleuth website, I saw some people saying that, like, the border agencies would be able to verify it. But, I really didn't see anything saying for sure. So, yeah. Now, Mary is listed as a missing person in Ontario, as you would expect. But she's also listed missing in California, which is kind of weird, because she never made it to California that we know of. And she's not listed as a missing person in the state of Nevada, where she was allegedly last seen. So I thought that was kind of weird. So there is a $50,000 reward for information regarding the disappearance or death of Mary. Which is a huge reward for something with so little information, and we'll get to that in a minute, but... I find it so weird that this guy would leave her in Nevada after traveling all that way. Like, Vegas is only 874 kilometers away from Palo Alto. So, unless, like, they maybe they got in a fight. Maybe she, like, asked to be let out there. I really don't know. And I I know that you guys don't know. Well, maybe you do know. I shouldn't say that. That's kind of the point of this podcast is to get gather information and spread spread awareness. So, anyways. Obli- Obli- Obviously, investigators expect it. Oh, wow. I'm going to take a moment. Obviously, investigators suspect foul play. Good Lord. Um, Mary's family believes that she may have suffered some type of memory loss immediately after her initial disappearance, but I couldn't see why they think this, but I saw it on multiple sources that they think that she has like memory loss. And now I feel like if someone has memory loss, there would probably be an age progress photo being released of them. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of weird. Like, where they just pulled that out of their ass? Like, I don't really get that. Um, some questions that her family and the public have been asking include things like, why did she go to Palo So, was she meeting someone there? What was her plan? Did she have work lined up? A place to live? Um, like, did she get on a bus? It's, it's, like, it's insane. And another question the public is asking is, why is the reward reward so large? And uh, unfortunately, I have answers to zero of those questions. So that's just a little something to think about. Mary is described as a white Caucasian female with dark blonde hair and hazel eyes. She has a mole on her waist and or a birthmark on her rib cage. Again, varying information. Um, She is nearsighted and wore contact lenses at the time of her disappearance. They were able to obtain partial dental records of 10 teeth, and they indicated that she had an overbite, which was corrected by braces at one time. Mary was 5'3", and weighed 111 pounds at the time of her disappearance. She was born on the 27th of May, 1958. The Ontario Provincial Police urges anyone with information regarding the disappearance and or death of Mary Gregory to communicate immediately with the director of the Criminal Investigation Branch, Ontario Provincial, oh my god, Ontario Provincial Police at one 310 1122 or 705-329-6111 or you can go to your nearest police authority or crime stoppers. So, that is, I, it's a small case but it's so wild to me. Like she just, this random dude and her, we're going to drive to Palo Alto, California for what? I tried to do that Nicki Minaj, like what was the reason clip, but I can't get it to go in properly. Maybe someday I'll learn how to be a regular podcaster, but for now, insert Nicki Minaj. What was the reason clip here? And yeah, so that is Mary's case. Um, My dogs are fighting. Um, oh my God, what a mess. Um, but before I go, I did want to say a big shout out to Sammy C on Instagram. She, uh, commented on my post about, um, Leah Sousa's case and she lives near or lived near where, uh, where the murders took place, which is, cr- or the murder took place, which is so crazy. So shout out to you, Sammy. Thanks for listening. And, uh, yeah, so I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. Have a good week. Uh, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, not always polite, And I will catch you guys next week. Bye.